All right. Welcome to Agent After Hours. I am Tyler Morton here with special Mark. guest Mark Berger. Can you hear me now? <laughs> it, it, it's only funny to us because we've been trying to get this after work for the last uh, 15 to 20 minutes. It could be great if, if we can get to work. Yeah. So anyway, you sent me a text this morning, which caught my attention. And it was, and I've seen the news over the last few days. I mean, everything on Inman has been compass, compass, compass. Right. And obviously we talk about stocks quite a bit. And the, the thing that caught my interest was what is their IPO going to land at? And you text me and said it was what, 2150. I think it started at 18 and then went up. Right, right, right. Now I don't even know if the first one traded yet. I haven't, haven't been following it for the last hour because I've been messing around with some stupid app, but oh, oh, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was supposed to come about 21, 22 bucks. So yeah. So, which gives it about a nine and a half billion dollar kind of cap capitalization. So, which is gigantic because I don't even think Remax is that high, is it? No, it's not even close. Yeah. So, so. no, it's and it's crazy to me. Some of these newer brokerages have the billion dollar valuation and show no profit. I think we've we've seen that with tech companies over the over the past few years a lot, right? Well, especially with that, when that, when that vision fund, it either hits it or it doesn't. You know what I mean? It's uh, Masa-san or whatever his name is from Japan. He's the guy that put a bunch of money in WeWorks, and we all know how that that ended up. Yeah. You know, that, uh, of course, that was just bad timing and bad management and the whole thing. But uh, but he's also in Compass. And what's the open door? Is Yeah, open door, the, the, the company I, that I, bu- buys, yeah, that buys your house and uh, – goes from there so two different approaches though i the i buyer i buyer of a uh, open door and the uh very tra- you know, i consider it a very traditional brokerage of um compass so see and i th- i think i don't think compass i don't consider them a traditional brokerage at all and mm. yeah i mean when you look at their they they are a tech company first and that's what their primary goal was they kind of took a spin on that traditional model and and made it into what I'll call that hybrid model where you're very reliant upon third party or auxiliary services. And here's actually, if you look at the Inman article that was what, two days ago, and it was talking about how high exactly our Compass's agent commission splits, the sub headline is Compass has Berkshire Hathaway's cost structure and EXP's revenue structure and industry source told Inman which those two things don't go very well together. No, you know, and, and that's why, hence my text, you know, I, um, I am actually, I'm not going to put any money in the compass uh, in the stock, but um, I'm going to be watching it because I think it's going to be indicative of lots of stuff here. We have a lot of people pulling at our, at our industry. And- don't lie. You're buying some puts. I don't think so. No, no. I just, just there's some too crazy stuff going on there. But uh, it's it's uh, over the next few months we'll see see how how it goes. You know because uh, Redfin, you know it just it, it's floating up there. Exp is floating up there. But this one is, uh, you know, has a lot of those uh, kinds of you know same qualities. But but again, well, you, you know you. You know way more about stocks than I do. So explain to me, I mean, we saw the exponential growth of EXP stock price. Mm-hmm. Well, and because- then it split 
and then dropped 40 percent yeah well it was just going too high too fast so and it's you know it doesn't have any revenue or anything like that it's just like it was it became a darling there for a while and then yeah. you know and some of the guys guys cashed out of it i mean geez i would you know if i were if i had you know millions of shares from from starting the company sure. i just i just sold part of them for sure and which is a bunch well so, and i think glenn is selling ten thousand shares a week or something crazy yeah. like that now right. and who wouldn't right but no, when I so going further into that article on Inman, it talks about the commission and transaction related expenses. It says that 80 82% of the revenue went back to agents in 2020. That's up from 81% in 2010 and 78% in 2018. But that doesn't tell the whole story. Um, it says that they did not in their S1 filing take into account the agent acquisition incentives in their sales and well, that's may, so, maybe their biggest expense. Are you kidding me? I mean, they, their their whole goal was to buy twenty percent market share in the twenty largest markets right. in the United States, and they got pretty right. damn close. Right. right. Uh, they may they may have surpassed it at this point. I haven't seen the recent stats on that, uh, but basically, what it what they're coming down with is, um, it's you know the quote is that they're growing every year. They're actually getting worse every year. The source yeah. says the. That means probably a year or two from now when they flush out all the financials, it's going to be like 90% splits, which this is where my text back to you this morning was, I think it's overvalued and I'm not a stock expert. So please do not. No, 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 no. My, we're, not, we're not talking uh, about stock. My comments as advice by any means, but I do think it's overvalued because they've got like a billion dollars in debt on their books and they, and they're giving away 90% commission splits and their largest auxiliary business just got shut down in Washington, which was their title company that ah. they purchased. Yeah, uh, and and haven't they had some defections also? Didn't they didn't they get bring some very large teams on, paying them hundreds of thousands of dollars in bonuses to come on over, and then six or nine months later or a year later, these guys says, "Hey, this is not working. Your system isn't the way we thought it was. We're going back to wherever the hell they came from." So, you know, if that's happening, I mean, we expect. I feel like I'm in a desk. I feel like I'm in a deposition and I have to say I would be speculating if I <laughs> said the answer yeah, to that. Yeah. So that's because I, I just, I, I don't know. I know the tech was, I think maybe overpromised and right. underdelivered, but that's been the case with Remax tech, with Keller Williams tech, with EXP tech. That's, that's, that's everybody. That is universal. Anytime yeah. you try to, yeah. Anytime you try to roll something out to tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of agents it just doesn't work right yeah. for everybody it's impossible no there's just too wide so, a, too wide a net too wide a net for sure but yeah I, you remember the first thing that uh, that i remember about compass was, was that they were gonna they were proposing a new high-tech sign which i thought was brilliant you know what i mean because it, it, it was it was self-lit and you know and very uh very sexy as far as the shape and all that is concerned and they were talking about having it yeah, Wi-Fi capable and stuff like that, but I, I didn't see, you know, just, I think it was just an idea on paper. I don't know that it ever came to any fruition, but, but that, that got me going. I mean, who doesn't want a sign that that's lit at night and that, that can give more information to the passerby. I mean, that's brilliant. Um, oh, it, it reminded me of a, if Tesla yes, made a sign it, it, um, and it just had that, that, like you said, the sexiness, the chic, it just looked great. Uh, and it, 
it did more than just a sign that people drive by. Uh, and oh don't yeah, call, because right? you you wanted you wanted more information from it. You know what I mean? And if it literally has, you know, a Wi-Fi to hook up on, or 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 even a Bluetooth, even a Bluetooth near field near field yes, communication like that. Uh, QR here, code. Here the here yeah. the inside. You want to see the inside? Here they are. You want to see a video? Here it is. You know what I mean? And uh, that kind of thing. So and it could you know take you to the website and or whatever. But uh, that's that's my kind of stuff you know people people love to go exploring when you like just to get in the car and say you know what this plat has eight houses and they all have these special signs and we can learn all about these houses by just driving around and looking at them take the 3d tour do right. everything you need to right do. And, and so that's i mean that's actually what got me started on compass like i said but that didn't happen so well and i i think i think refkin is brilliant I mean, I've heard him speak on stage, and he's oh, very yeah. well spoken. I think he he does think outside the box, but I do think that these real estate companies are being treated as tech darlings, and they're not because that's just not I, the revenue. No, I no, I agree. I haven't had anybody, and well, and even um, Redfin to 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 that extent. I mean, they, what do these what do these guys have? You know what they have? They have killer websites, very ergonomic. And, and gorgeous kinds of attractive things and and, e- and ease of use, which is for some reason, you know, we old folks that, that have been in the business for 20 years can't pull that off. So uh, sure. I think that's the difference. It's just a stickiness and an easiness and a, uh, of, of use. And that's what Redfin and it's what Truly and Zillow used to have. I think that's they're being leapfrogged now by other people, but. Um, you know, just, just make it easier and, and non-invasive and, and folks love it. They love coming and going. They love not being hassled. They love, you know, just the freedom of, uh, of browsing, you know, instead of. Well, it's, it, it, you know, too long we've been focused on the agent experience with regards to big com- corporations, companies, Remax Keller. It's about the agent experience because that is their right. customer, right? As opposed to the end customer, which is what Zillow's mm-hmm. focus was. And it's let's create a better consumer experience. And that's how they were able to drive millions of eyeballs to their website right. every month. Yeah. And they were and they were driving. Yeah. And and they were using AdWords to drive the rest of us out of the market so that we couldn't compare. We couldn't we couldn't compete, you know, at eight dollars a click. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you were trying yeah, to find exactly. a, a home in, you know, in Fairborn, Ohio, uh, good luck. You know, uh, you, your Zillow was one, two and truly it was three. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, let's uh, let's reconvene on this with the next episode of of bourbon and real oh, estate. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a like a reasonable. Got some new bourbon. We got to I got to well, try. Well, that's so. cool. I guess we'll do that uh, April second and go from there. Yeah, but thanks for the heads up on the uh, IPO. Definitely a stock to watch and kind of see what the, I think the industry will follow suit uh, with with all of the the real estate companies that are quote tech firms. And uh, we'll we'll just kind of keep a watchful yeah, eye on because things it. are the times they are a changing, as Bob Dylan would say. All yes, right, they man. are. Thank you. Hey, have Bye-bye. a good one. Thanks for joining. Bye-bye.